Welcome to the Happy to Be Me podcast. I'm your host, Barbara Stacy. Come on a journey with me to find out what it means to be happy to be you. Hello and welcome to episode 31 of the Happy to Be Me podcast. This one is the last episode where we're going to be talking about the circumstances line of the model created by Brooke Castillo. To recap, circumstances are just facts. They create a thought. You have a thought about them. The thought creates a feeling. The feeling creates actions and the actions create your results. So if you think about it, the thoughts you have about your circumstances create the results that come from those thoughts, not from the circumstances. I get a lot of resistance when I talk about circumstances being neutral. I frequently get resistance from clients or from other people when I talk about circumstances being neutral. All of us want to tell stories about our circumstances. Of course we do. That's how we interpret the world. That's how we interpret the world around us. We can see a thing and we have thoughts about it And that's how we make sense of everything that's surrounding us. And I think that it's a beautiful thing that humans do. But the circumstance itself is completely neutral. I'm going to give you a for instance in my own life. My sister was killed in a car accident in 1999, so 24 years ago. And I recall having a feeling at some point when we were discussing, my husband had something going on at work that seemed to be like it was a big deal. And I felt like I was pulled away for a a moment. And then the feeling went away. Later on, I I felt that it was my sister, her spirit coming to me to let me know it was all right. But I didn't know that she had died yet. I just felt this pulling away like, like a great disturbance in the force. If you're a star Wars fan, like things weren't quite right and they were never going to be the same. And it didn't have anything to do with what we were talking about. I just felt pulled away. And then I came back and everything was different. Now the circumstance was that my sister had died, but I hadn't had a thought about that yet because I didn't know that it had happened. So I couldn't grieve yet. I couldn't understand. I couldn't, I couldn't understand what that feeling of being pulled away was. All I could understand was that something had happened. There was this intuition that something had happened. When I found out about it, of course, my reaction was not, you know, Oh, that's great. I mean, There are some circumstances you want to be really upset about and death is usually one of those. And so when I heard about it, then I had thoughts about it. My first thought was to deny that it was happening. And I threw the phone. I told my dad, no, you're wrong. I can't imagine being my dad having to make that phone call, but the circumstance itself was neutral until I had a thought about it my neighbors didn't know, and it was neutral to them. The circumstance was neutral to people who didn't know her. Even if they heard about it, they would have possibly said 
it's very sad when someone dies, but if you didn't know her personally, you wouldn't have had the same thoughts about it. And the circumstance would have been completely neutral to, and people who don't even, didn't even know about it. It was a neutral circumstance. There are things that happen all the time around us that we have no clue about. Therefore we have no thoughts about them and they're neutral. They're neutral circumstances. I still get resistance when I talk about circumstances being neutral. There may be somebody who is having a wedding and they don't want rain because it's an outdoor wedding. And then there may be a farmer whose crops are in desperate need of water. And the rain comes, the person having the wedding is going to be upset about it because it wasn't what they wanted. And the farmer is going to rejoice because it's exactly what he needed. The circumstance of the rain is completely neutral, but how people interpret it and feel about it is what creates the experience that they are having about the circumstance. It's all the thoughts in our minds, all the thoughts about the things that are happening around us. I have clients who tell painful stories about their circumstances, and they really, really want to hold on to those stories. It's a very human attribute to want to hold on to our stories, painful or otherwise. We want to be right. We desperately want to be right. And if we're right about this, then we're okay as a human being. And we like to tell stories. And sometimes we like to tell painful stories about the circumstances in our lives. Sometimes it's useful to tell those stories. And sometimes it's definitely not useful to tell those stories because it's heaping pain on top of the pain that is already happening as a natural consequence of the thoughts you're having about circumstances. For example, with my sister's death, I was grieving because I was missing my sister. And I could have layered on top of that, that somehow it was my fault that I didn't do enough with her when, and all the regrets that I might have had, all of the, the times when I was unkind to her when we were growing up, or even after we'd grown up, all the regrets that I might have had about our interactions, all of that layered on top of that, beating myself up for anything that I did quote unquote wrong. All of that layers pain on top of pain. Now the pain of grief is clean pain. It's pain that has no other attachments to it other than this is something that is extraordinarily difficult to go through. When you start layering on, I should have done this, they should have done that, all of that, I should have been a nicer sister. I should have called her more. I should have, should have, should have, should have. That layers pain on top of it and it's just not useful. It's dirty pain. Getting to a place where you can look at the circumstance like we talked about last week and get very specific is helpful because it can take some of that dirty pain away. Some of that, all the shoulds, should is a word that I really find fascinating because it puts a lot of, of, it tends to put some guilt or shame or pressure on us or other people. So I've been thinking a lot about should, and I have a 
a little pamphlet that I created, a little booklet that I created called Calming the Should Storm. And in it, I talk about using the word should, or instead of, instead of using the word should, replacing it with could, or even dropping should altogether. Don't should on yourself. Don't create a should storm because that's, that creates dirty pain. So when you're telling a painful story, be clear about why you're telling the painful story and why it's useful or not in that circumstance. Sometimes when you tell painful stories, you get into victim mode. Victims need villains and victims need saviors. They need heroes. When you're telling a story and it involves other people, are you making someone a victim? Are you making someone a villain? Are you making someone a hero or a savior? If so, it might not be the best story. When you make yourself a victim of circumstance, you take all of your power away. Instead, you might turn it around and see how you could be the hero of that story. For instance, if I was a victim of the story of my sister dying, I could say, I didn't do enough or, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of things I could do to make myself a victim of the story. But instead I chose to look at all the good that we had together, all of the wonderful things that we did together, all the times that we just enjoyed each other's company. And then I became the hero of my own story. There were no shoulds. Things happened the way they needed to happen. I loved her. She loved me. We're both humans having human experiences. We both make mistakes and we loved each other through them. You can rethink to create the hero out of the victim. She made me mad. He made me frustrated. Those are all victim types of stories. The circumstance that in those cases is the person. People and what they do are circumstances in our lives. And we get to choose what we think about the people and the things that they say or do. We've talked about that. We are not at the mercy of our circumstances. I'm not at the mercy of any of my circumstances. I can choose to believe anything I want to believe. That's the beauty of being a human. You get to choose your reaction to things. You get to choose what you believe. And sometimes it's really helpful to think about nothing needs to be fixed here. I have another funny experience. I grew up in Utah where there was lots of snow and I learned to drive in the snow and it wasn't a big deal. I moved all over the place and ended up in Georgia in the United States. And I had forgotten how to drive on snow because we don't get a whole lot of it down here. One day I was in my car coming home from work because there was a snowstorm and we decided it would be best to leave because the snow was going to be several inches, I think is what, maybe it was only an inch. I don't know. Either way, down here in Georgia, people aren't used to driving on the snow. So we wanted to make sure that we got home safely and weren't out on the road with other people who were 
also as unused to driving in snow as I was. Now I had this idea at this belief in my mind that I'm a good driver in snow. And as I was going up a hill, I felt the car slip and I thought, oh, there's something wrong with the transmission. I took it in because there had to be something wrong with the transmission, right? It was slipping on this hill and it just doesn't do that. <laughs> there was nothing wrong with the transmission. It was the slippery hill. I was so unused to driving in the snow that sliding on the snow made me feel like there was something wrong with the car. Nothing needed to be fixed. Sometimes we can look at circumstances and we can say, nothing has gone wrong here. Nothing needs to be fixed. Now, if you're in a circumstance where you are being hurt physically, emotionally, or in any other way, that needs to be fixed and you need to leave immediately. But if you disagree on something and you have a discussion about it, even if you have an argument, maybe nothing has actually gone wrong. You're just two humans having a human experience and you can have compassion for you and the other person. If you're having an argument with another person, or if you're having, you know, a discussion, nothing has gone wrong. If someone does something, lets you down somehow, promises to do something and doesn't follow through, nothing has gone wrong. They're just a human having an experience and you're a human having an experience. You address the conflict, you address the problem, but usually you can look at it and say, nothing has gone wrong here. There were times in my life when I spent a lot of time kind of criticizing my husband for all kinds of things. We'll use driving as an example. And I just said to him one day, why did you do it that way? Because of course my way is the best way. I mean, obviously. And he looked at me and he said, because I live to irritate you. And that really hit me. Nothing had gone wrong. He was just living life in a way that made sense to him. And I was irritated because I believed my way was better. And I've looked at the things that irritate me. And I wonder, is this person doing it on purpose? Are they living to irritate me? Or are they just living? And I can choose whether or not I get irritated about these really usually minimal things. So that's one way that you can do change your thoughts about the circumstance. Maybe nothing needs to be fixed. Maybe everything is as it should be. Well, that's kind of an advanced concept. So until you get to the point where you can actually get specific and understand that circumstances are neutral, then you can, you might be able to move into that. Nothing needs to be fixed in some cases. In some cases, nothing really does need to be fixed and it's okay to feel frustrated about it, or it's okay to feel angry, or it's okay to feel whatever it is in the moment, but nothing needs to be fixed. That's, it's been powerful to me. Is this something that, that I need to fix or do I just need to vent about it? So to recap, circumstances are neutral. If you're still confused about that, please contact me. 
and we'll have a discussion. And I'd love to learn to hear what your ideas are. I love to listen to other people's ideas and figure out where they're coming from. People fascinate me. We're just such interesting creatures. So that wraps it up for August circumstances. And in September, we're going to talk about thoughts or your story. So in August, it's been facts, circumstances, situations, whatever. And in September, it's going to be thoughts, stories, the things that we think about the facts. I will see you next time. Well, there you have it. If something piqued your interest, feel free to join me at happytobemecoaching.com. That's happy, the number two, the letter B, M-E, coaching.com. I'll see you next time.